heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your Game Master. This week, Fate Month continues with the Three Rocketeers. We brought my friend, Chicago-area game designer P.K. Sullivan, onto the show to show off his new project for the Evil Hat Patreon, Three Rocketeers. For those who don't know, the good folks over at Evil Hat run a Patreon campaign that you can contribute to that gives you access to games designed by newer designers using the Fate role-playing system. These are something more akin to single adventures or microsystems. Usually something short, sweet, that you can get through in a couple evenings that will give you a brand new role-playing experience. If you're like me and so many others and you've been bitten by the fate bug, the Patreon campaign is a really good idea because it gives you access to tons of new content by a lot of really talented young designers. Heck, it's a great thing to support if you like gaming generally because as any young designer will tell you, it is incredibly hard to find paying work in this industry. But let's turn our focus specifically to the three Rocketeers. This project was selected to be greenlit among several projects that PK submitted to the Evil Hat Patreon backers. We got to play it while it is still in development. PK was working with an unusual variant of fate that many listeners who are familiar with the system might not recognize. The adventure you hear on the show is reflective of the spirit of what the game will be, not reflective of the details of what the game will be. On top of that, I brought back the crew from Inspectors, JPC, Alex Manich, and James Dugan, who on their best day are only barely cognizant of the structure of a role-playing game and how they should conduct themselves when playing one. PK did a great job managing our utter insanity, and I hope you check out The Three Rocketeers when it comes out. With all that out of the way, let's get to the show. Let's meet our party for this week. Uh, first up is my podcasting life partner, Alex Manich. Hey, James. Welcome to the show. Uh, great to, to be here. I am glad that you elected to come hungover again. <laughs> if, if we podcast on a Sunday, there's a great chance that that is going to be the case. Well, I, I think uh, it's, we're really lucky to have you for this one because, sure. you know, this based on The Three Musketeers, a uh, piece of classic literature. That's true. And a lot of listeners don't know at home, Alex is somewhat of a connoisseur of classic literature. That's true. Especially uh, this piece, a masterwork, some might say. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that I know front and back. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, if, if, throughout this whole thing, just, just, yeah. <laughs> Just rely on me to keep this very faithful to the original source material. And that's that's why we brought you on. Tell us about your character. <laughs> um, uh, my character is either Renee or Renee uh, Aramis. <laughs> uh, I am a rocketeer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, am a, a romantic, but I'm also uh, a, a churchly fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, that's... That's like, yeah, that's yeah. sort of who you are in right. a nutshell. Yeah. What were your, what was your character doing the previous night? The previous night. Uh, well, a gentleman doesn't kiss and tell, but I'm telling. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Let's, let's learn a little bit. Uh, like what, what would she like? Did she have a name? Did you, did you learn her name? Uh, yeah. Her name was, uh, 
the Virgin Mary. <laughs> okay. And I was praying to her all night. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. That is an interesting choice for a musketeer. Are you familiar with her? From the, the, you know, work that is famously anti the Catholic Church that you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> but let's let's move on to our our next uh, musketeer, and I'm actually going to skip right ahead to JPC. Oh, great! Your familiar voice. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here, James. Uh, who are you going to be playing this week? I will be playing Porthos, the musketeer, rocketeer in this. <laughs> Instance? Everybody's <laughs> screwed that up so far. <laughs> yeah, I'm playing uh, Porthos, and Porthos is, is uh, uh, some would call him the comedic relief. <laughs> I'm winking, uh, of the group. Uh, he's, you know, he's big, he's boastful, he's larger than life. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, what was Porthos doing last night? Uh, so Porthos, uh, spent the evening, uh, at a local watering hole, uh, a bar, if you will. Um, got blackout drunk, <laughs> uh, or brown out because he like browned out, kind of woke up. Um, he was helping an elderly lawyer who, whose daughter was kidnapped by brigands, uh, browned out. Uh, he was at, uh, the equivalent of a space burger king, <laughs> uh, being, uh, forcibly ejected, uh, from the premises, browned out, uh, woke up. Um, was in a car, driving a car, uh, with the, uh, lawyer's, uh, daughter, uh, in the back, browned out, uh, woke up, <laughs> back at the Burger King, uh, it had closed, he broke in, uh, <laughs> was eating frozen hamburger meat, uh, browned out, woke up again at the daughter's wedding ceremony where he was giving her away, uh, <laughs> um, Brown now woke up <laughs> is now here. <laughs> All right, <laughs> it was quite a night. Uh, which which will um, I'll I'll give you a fate point. <laughs> I'll I'll treat that as a compel of your life of the party <laughs> aspect. Uh, so <laughs> I will skip actually head to me and I am going to be playing Oliver or better known as Athos. Um, and I am a rocketeer who is basically, I, I'm a staple of the rocketeer, you know, brigade. Everybody knows me. I'm the rocketeer that everybody sort of, when you think of a rocketeer, you think of this guy. And anybody who knows anybody knows me. I'm from a very noble household and I like a lot of social engagements and whatnot, but I am also torn between love and honor. So I, am somebody who sees romance as having to happen in a very particular way. And last night I was at a party and someone was blowing up my spot a little bit. Uh, I was, you know, being the life of the party, being like the face of the Rocketeers. Everybody loves me. It's all going great. And then this asshole named Cyrano comes in and he's just left and right cracking wise and doing jokes. And eventually I'm like, hey, man, what's up? Do we need to talk about something? And Cyrano, with his giant ass nose, like whirls around, is like, I don't think we need to talk about anything, man. You step off. And so I'm like, well, you know what? It's plain as the nose on your face that you have fucked up. And everybody in the party got super quiet. And I 
did not know why and like I, I, I basically turned around to the, the girl that I was ta- chatting up, like, cause I think things are over. Then tap on my shoulder, get whirled around, and boom! Uh, I blacked out. And, uh. That girl I, punched you? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it turns out that girl was his cousin and she left mm. with him, so. I don't know. What? I know. Yeah. Yeah, it Way was Barry the lead. <laughs> <laughs> it's space France. It's space France. Space France. Uh, but for, with, with that, we're going to move on to uh, the. Some would say the protagonist. I would this. say the protagonist. <laughs> Absolutely. He uh, has said it. I have said it several times. <laughs> yeah. it's James Dugan. Hey, James, welcome. James. Welcome back, James. Great to be here. Thanks for being here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, everybody, I think it's going to be clear to all of our listeners what a mess the show is going to be right up top. Uh, Dugan, who are you playing? Uh, I am playing the protagonist, Charles D'Artagnan, who is also a cat. <laughs> um, no, 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 no. No? Oh, no, he's not? <laughs> hey, but he has cat qualities, too. Actually, guys, um, I'm familiar with the source material. He is a cat. He is a cat. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, that's a, that's actually a, a different Patreon adventure. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Charles D'Artagnan, the great thing about me is uh, I was born to be a rocketeer. It's all that I have thought about for the entirety of my 18 years on this planet. <laughs> um, and uh, trained by my father, who some would say, in fact, I would say, the greatest rocketeer well, that's Ever. debatable. I <laughs> would, I would say, and if you want to debate, I'll put my sword through your belly. Um, wow. yeah, it was now the protagonist, if you will. Yeah, yeah, I would say, that, uh, my dad was the protagonist of his life, and now I'm the protagonist of my life. Um, you're such a millennium. <laughs> I have a bit of a problem with my prickly pride, if you haven't noticed mm. already. Uh, and if you have noticed, I'll put a sword through your belly. <laughs> um, Last night, I was prowling the alleys, uh, walking on top of fences, and uh, <laughs> eating out of uh, eating out of trash cans. <laughs> yeah, not a cat. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. I'm D'Artagnan. So, uh, last night... <laughs> last night, I was training. I was alone. I, uh, and I was trying to figure out how to make friends. Uh, oh. Like, I, I was training, I was practicing my sword play, and, um, but I don't have anyone to practice with. I was practicing on a, uh, space straw dummy. Just kind of, uh, just trying to break into the social scene right now. All right. And if you listeners can hear that silent dread coming in through the mics, uh, that would be P.K. Sullivan, <laughs> who is now fully aware of the kind of party that is going to be showcasing his game. P.K., welcome to the show. Hey, can I ask back. a question? Did you listen to Inspectors? I have not. Great. I haven't listened to it yet. Yeah, I'm uh, sorry, man. <laughs> Uh, be- because I'm not narcissistic at all, I uh, I really stopped listening after the last episode I was on. So, <laughs> nice, you know. Yeah, that's how most people do it. So. You're kind of like the protagonist of the one shot. You yeah. got yeah. stop. Yeah. I just it was it was the word on my calendar today. I'm going to use it as much as I can. <laughs> 
James's calendar, by the way, is just just a protagonist for every day because he's trying to like build self confidence. <laughs> guys, James is the protagonist. Guys, yep. It is PK's turn. Gotcha. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. We're gonna learn a little bit about this adventure, and mostly we're 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 also gonna learn about the uh, Evil Hat Patreon program. Yeah, totally. Uh, so the Three Rocketeers is an adventure and setting. I'm writing. The base pitch is it's the Three Musketeers in space. It's a throwback to the uh, space opera and planetary romances of the 1930s, Flash Gordon, that sort of thing, rocket ships, ray guns. But you've got musketeers with rocket packs flying around saving the kingdom of Gallia, uh, which is at this point in the writing a star system. Uh, that is based off of Renaissance France. Then, through a uh, series of hijinks and whatnot, they will be, uh, in the full adventure, coming up against the agents of the church, uh, which is sort of like a space version of the Catholic Church. Pope Regulus IV <laughs> uh, rules his Holy See from the uh, Vatican V station. Uh, and I think this is uh, exactly the thing that people will love to see because it's going to be awesome and swashbuckling and fun. I am changing quite a bit about the fate system with this, and that's actually why we're playing today is... This is sort of a proof of concept of uh, the things that I'm throwing at the wall. Yeah, so definitely, uh, listeners, this is a sneak peek of the thematics um, and some of the mechanics that PK is playing around with. You're going to see how this flows, but it may or may not be the final product that actually reaches the hands of Patreon donors. Uh, it most definitely will not be the final product. We will... Uh... It'll, it'll be fun, though. Well, we're uh, going to play it so it. well that it's probably <laughs> going to be the final product. Yeah. So, And uh, we will be included in the final product. <laughs> right? Yes, okay. you will uh, You will definitely be listed as uh, playtesters. Excellent. Yes. Uh, so, well, I mean, and included in the packaging. <laughs> yeah. Okay. yeah, we're going to be mass-produced. Yeah, okay, great. Yeah, we're going to be included as protagonists. Well, I will be. Yeah. I don't know what you guys will be credited <laughs> okay. as. But. Uh, so Evil Hat has a Patreon going on. It's patreon.com slash evil hat, uh, where they brought in a bunch of writers, uh, myself included, to write different worlds and adventures. So uh, my assignment is in 15,000 words or less. Write a setting for Three Rocketeers with a complete adventure in it. This includes any mechanical changes I might be making to the Fate Core system, and it will be released digitally. The backers of the Patreon get it for free after it's released because they're <coughs> backing, but uh, it will be up pay what you want on Drive Through RPG afterwards. So if you want to check it out, you can either uh, become a patron, or you can go to Drive Through RPG once it drops. And I strongly recommend uh, one-shot listeners, especially if you like Fate, uh, go out, check out the Patreon, see if it's your speed. This is how a lot of you know new freelance writers who really haven't gotten a chance to control something themselves, they've always been contributing or you know working on assignments. PK is finally getting his creativity to drive this product. And that is such a great thing for our industry because it creates new voices. So definitely check that out. And with that, I think let's uh, let's dive right in, shall we, gentlemen? 
Okay. Meow. Yes. No. So. <laughs> so the uh, meow is French for yes. <laughs> Space French. It's in early morning, and the four of you are called into Monsieur de Treville's office. He is the leader of the Rocketeers. He is sort of a legend in his old own right. Old guy, uh, white hair. Uh, he's been off saving the galaxy since you guys were in diapers. And he calls you into his office because he has a very important mission for you. I uh, am nursing a black guy with a space steak, which for those who don't know what a space steak is, it is a normal steak painted silver. Uh, <laughs> but I'm holding that on my face as I walk in. Uh, Sure. So I I do feel like I need to uh, explain real quick the outfit that you guys are wearing. Oh, uh, yeah. This yes. is oh, please. Uh, this is uh, the traditional Rocketeers tabard mm-hmm. uh, with the big flowing sleeves. You are all wearing swords. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, you are all wearing different swords because I wanted to exercise the mechanics. Underneath them, you are wearing rocket packs. Uh, you have uh, boots with guiding thrusters on them. You are probably all carrying your helmets uh, because you are indoors and not flying. Uh, so it is very much a mashup between the Rocketeer and the Musketeer outfits. Now, so, are these uh, are are they standard uh, swords that I am familiar with, or is are they laser swords? Uh, they are a little <laughs> spaced out. Okay, they, uh, we call them force blades. Okay, uh, and they are they are normal swords, but they uh, have an energy emitter that uh, makes the blade cut through things much, much easier. Okay. Do so, they also right. have um, little uh, secondary emitters where the uh, hilt of the sword would be that kind of pop out after the sword is turned on? Uh, that they was do a not. topical joke. <laughs> <laughs> also one that James, I'm pretty sure, doesn't understand. No, I can't help but understand. <laughs> it's all over Facebook. It and is. you know what? If they did have that, they would be practical and welcome parts <laughs> of the sword. I think so. So awesome. So, so we're all in agreement. We yeah. don't have to have that argument today. Um, as Porthos is entering the room, uh, he's got his uh, rocket pack off, and he's refilling the camel bag in his rocket pack um, with uh, um, a mimosa cocktail of his own creation, which is just uh, you know him pouring a bottle of champagne and then a tiny little like airplane bottle of orange juice into uh, into his camel bag. Uh, all right. D'Artagnan is impeccably dressed. He has been up for the last. Seven hours. Aramis has uh sort of like roll out of bed head, uh, kind of, uh, and he's wearing sunglasses indoors. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so Monsieur de Treville, uh, welcomes. He says, uh, "Gentlemen, I have some very bad news. It uh, has come to our attention that the Queen's diary has been stolen. Uh, it contains her." correspondence and her thoughts on a number of topics and we need you to retrieve it. Uh, this sounds like the work of the boys camp. Was that it? On Was the, it the work of the boys camp? On the other side of the space lake? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. The uh, We actually believe that it may be uh, agents of the church. The uh, I hate those guys. I I would put a sword through the belly of the church if it had a physical belly for me to put it through. All right, I'm glad that we're all on the same page about this. Look, if it's the church that's involved, I think that it's best that we get to work. (laughs) That sounds good. (laughs) Sure. Uh, The 
The only lead he has is that early this morning there was a uh, an alarm raised in the palace, mm-hmm. uh, and the guards were able to uh, rip the cloak off of the person fleeing, and it appears to be a monk's robe. It's mm. interesting. If you're going to mm. infiltrate the palace, why are you wearing a monk's robe? Well, correct me if I'm wrong, but everyone wears robes of their color and their house. I mean, it's mm-hmm. you wouldn't leave your house without your I cape. I know. Just if I'm disguising myself, well, Porthos, it's... Well, I don't know why you disguise yourself. Again, you should be yeah. proud of what you do. Yeah, I mean, personally, I, I have very wealthy parents, and I would never want to not wear okay, our house let's colors. let's not play the wealthy parents game, because I am from an ancient and noble family, unlike some people... Oh, are, why are you meeting. looking at me? My father was the greatest rocketeer of all that time. That is debatable! Not hey debatable! Hey there, Slick. Slow down. <laughs> Slow down there, Slick. Got something to say, Aramis? What say you, Aramis? Nah. Only robe you'll ever be seeing me wearing is a bathrobe. Around the house. How do we know this ain't some fella's bathrobe slick? All right, so we're, we're sure this is a monk's robe. This is a monk's robe. Uh, it is the uh, the same rough cloth that the monks of the local abbey are known to wear. All right, that settles that whole bathrobe argument. <laughs> but I'm just, may, may I, I'm uh, just saying. May I, see, may I see the robe? Certainly. May I hold it? And uh, may I smell it? Okay. I... That's a little strange, D'Artagnan. That's really strange. Well, may I smell it? Uh, you are with free no to do judgment it. from the from the room. You are free to do with it with the robe as you will. Excellent. Your father never would have asked. My father? <laughs> no, my father was a great man. Okay. What? Uh, the end of your sentence better be. My father was a great man. That wasn't going to be. <laughs> do you want to make it that way? Because yes. I got a sword and I see that you have a belly. The robe. Smell the all right, robe. All right. All right. All right. Weirdo. Oh, it uh, it smells of uh, spaceberry wine. I know that smell. That's uh, monk wine. Monk wine mm-hmm. and space incense. It All looks right. like our first stop should be the Abbey. I, I would agree. All right. All right. Sure. Quick right. question. Is this candy on the desk for anyone or is that for <laughs> guests or is that, am I technically... You gonna, don't need candy I'm this early have, in the morning. I'm gonna have some candy. I take a handful of Skittles <laughs> and like slowly filter them into my. I'd like to. Bag. I'd like to <laughs> knock the Skittles out of his hand. <laughs> Skittles scatter across the floor. <laughs> yeah, Skittles just. And Monsieur Treville is just get out. That, Sober up. Get out. Never had a drink in my life, but thank you. That Skittle scatters on you, D'Artagnan. <laughs> That skittle scatters on you. I will shoulder the burden. I uh, heft my way out of the room. I nimbly uh, paw my way out of the room. <laughs> I take my sunglasses off because we're outside now. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of kick skittles out of my way as I walk, but I can't quite do it, so I've flattened a couple skittles to the floor on my way out, and... My depth perception's pretty off, so I sort of run into the door a little bit and, like, try and play it off with the guy behind the desk, but he now has his heads and his hands. Um, and his heads? Yes. <laughs> because we're in space. Yeah, his heads? Yeah, he's got two heads. You didn't see that? <laughs> sorry. Oh, were I, you picturing a different no, room? I don't, oh, sorry, I don't see head number. 
I guess that's, uh, <laughs> I, I guess I'm, I guess I'm just like that. Alright, Rocketeers. We have to infiltrate the Monk's Abbey. That's job number one. Alright, well, I've got a good amount of costumes I can wear. I've got all sorts of robes now. Good for us is all my bathrobes do have sigils and crests on them. Uh, so it's on different occasions. To me, like you, Kind of want to create an advantage there, right? I think I can, okay. right? Because I do have, um, I can do some sort of costuming or something. I'm a master of disguise. Oh yeah, right. Uh, that one actually lets you, uh, if there's a scene without you in it, uh, you can just be like, "And I'm this dude in the corner." What? Okay, I'm gonna save that. Once per session, you can just do that. Power. Yeah, I'm gonna oh, save that's that. So cool. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna save that then. Yeah, um, uh, but I believe uh, your top stunt might apply. Uh, oh, I'm a novice in the church, and I know its ways, and I get to I get plus two to uncover church secrets. Mm-hmm. Wow, so I'm sure that this is it's an old abbey, so it has to have some sort of cat- space oh catacombs God, dude, or something. Man, I have it. an idea that I really want you guys to support me on. Okay, <laughs> can you make us all nun costumes? <laughs> can I do that? Sure, why not? Uh, does, and that doesn't, a, that doesn't use my... That doesn't use your nope, thing. Nope. Okay, I will make us all non-costumes. You, okay, yes. so what you're going to do is you're going to look at your aspects and find ones that uh, might apply to uh, your action in some way. Uh, it doesn't have to be super specific, but just uh, makes sense. Um, so I suppose depending on how kinky you are... Uh, <laughs> You uh you could say never say no to romance applies. Yeah, uh never say no to romance because I have been known on occasion to have a couple ladies over, some with more than one head. Uh and a lot of disgusting. bad habits. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> You're a rocketeer. Uh and you know, role play comes up and uh we sometimes role play is one of the things that none. So I have a couple nun costumes lying around that I could use. Yep. Um I'm also a priest. You so, are. Yeah, so um I have other nun costumes for nuns. <laughs> <laughs> but not, no, I don't never the twitch shall meet. I mean <laughs> there's I keep them separate. definitely sexy nun costumes and regular <laughs> nun costumes. Uh so we're gonna dip into the sexy nun costume. So oh, come on. Because they're they're breakaway, correct? Yeah. <laughs> so that when we want to reveal ourselves as More rocketeers, yeah. Yeah. Okay. and they won't be able to see our rocket packs beneath these nun costumes. Yeah, because no. they're sexy, which means that they're flowing, <laughs> billowy, and we okay. can put them on over rocket packs. Right. Excellent, excellent. Is that, no. kind of, is that cool? <laughs> um, yeah, why not? Let's okay. let's go with that. So, so you've got two aspects of the plot. Uh-huh. So you're starting off at a plus two. I start off as a plus two, yep. and, and I roll then you roll your dice. Wow, and Hell, the dice really gave you roll. another plus two. Okay. Uh, you are looking to beat a three. Uh, so yes, you succeed. You, and Aramis is, Aramis is just like, well, you know, I've got these habits back at my place that we can, uh, use to get into the abbey. Have they been washed? I can't say whether or not they have been, but they're habits for ladies with bad habits. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Um, can I You're a disgusting can I individual. use one of my stunts to create a situational aspect? Uh, what stunt are you looking at? So it says since I tell the tallest of tales situation aspects I create with my stories get an extra free invocation. I understand what this means now and I would no longer like to use it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Quest withdrawn. Yeah. So 
Yeah, that's basically whenever you're telling the tall tale to stall someone. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You you get extra benefit from that. Uh, because guys, you're a bit of a raconteur. I'd like to take the lead on this one. I think that we've all agreed that I um, am the finest uh, rocketeer of the bunch. And I'd like to take the lead on this mission. Okay. All right. Um, all right. You know what? I, I do think it's time that we give you a little bit more responsibility. Um, guys, especially... Stop making him carry your extra swords, okay? Yeah. He's a part of this unit. I know it was the three of us, mm-hmm. but now mm-hmm. we have another person in the unit. And just, yeah. D'Artagnan, I, 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 you can come to me and always talk to me. I'm a, I'm a musketeer's musketeer. Thank you. Hey, will you, okay. and also, will you guys stop calling us the three Rocketeers? Okay, because we're not going to change the name. No, the t-shirts now. have already been made. I mean, so we already not... screen printed those t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah. I've made new ones. I paid out of pocket, and I made new ones that we could wear D'Artagnan, right now. I do not like the design, and this discussion is over. We are the three Rocketeers. The three cost, Rocketeers. Cost, cost, All right, cost then I, will, I will wear my four Rocketeers shirt. You guys well, can wear your three Rocketeers. Know with us. Nobody knows I'm with you already. All right. So and that's well, another you can thing. go have fun with your four musketeers wherever they are, rocketeers. All right, well, hey, good luck getting to the Abbey, guys, because if you're not taking my racing sloop, Strega, I don't know how you're going to get there. All right. Look, why don't we just think of it like this? We are the three musketeers because you just don't count yourself in the count. I'm looking <laughs> at my three best friends, my three Musketeers. All right. See, now that's a really, that's a really good way to solve this problem. See, D'Artagnan, everybody wins. Yeah, except for me because you guys did not print me a three Rocketeers shirt. Okay. I think I see what the problem. I think I see what the problem is here, guys. D'Artagnan's feeling a little bit nervous about heading his first mission, so I want everybody to fill a supervisor role for him. Right. So I don't need you have, supervisors. All right. You have the lead. You have the you lead. You have the lead, but we're all supervising we'll you. We'll all be there to supervise you. So the way it works is you get three missions, and we you have to get our signatures on each one of the missions before you're cleared to eventually lead your own you mission. You guys, I've already earned all the merit badges that you demanded I earn. Okay. That's another thing. Guys, stop making up new merit badges. What do you mean new merit badges? Yeah, x on the merit badge. Yeah. I speak mean? pig Latin now. Was that what I was speaking? He got the pig Latin merit badge. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We did give him that. All right. All right. D'Artagnan, you have, you, you are in charge of this mission. Thank you. Everybody else, feel free to fill a role where you're in charge of D'Artagnan. Okay. All right. All right. All right. So I'm, the plan I'm take is my victories where I can the get. The plan is infiltrate the monastery and decapitate. No. Nope. Hold, hold, hold on. We're this here. is why we're here to supervise. This is an information gathering mission. We have to find out if it indeed was these monks that stole the diary. Right. And and if we have to decapitate, then we then we just lean into that. Right. I thought you were more of a belly-stabbing guy. <laughs> I, I go either way. All right. All right. Look, headless men tell no tales, okay? But Just three-headed keep... men tell a lot of tales. Okay. The only time we can decapitate is if they have additional heads. Fair. Fair. That's a compromise. 
Alright, I'm willing to live in a world of compromise. That's right. fine. Let's pile into my racing sloop Strega. Uh, it is top of the line, so there's room for everybody in there. Uh, now, we might need to disguise it because I'm very well known in the underground space racing scene. And I don't think there's a lot of crossover between the church and the underground. I don't know. Are you willing to take that chance? I'm 100% willing to take that chance. All right. All right, then we don't need to disguise it. Uh, great. I'm so glad that I'm in charge of this. I'm all about action, And you're boss. doing great. Just Thank you with, so much. Follow our lead. Very light Good supervision job. on my part. Good job. So uh, let's all pile in, and I will drive us to the Abbey in my racing sloop, Strega. <laughs> Do you have an endorsement deal with <laughs> Strega, <laughs> you keep, you keep saying mentioning the, the brand of racing sloop you have. Uh, I just think that you should be proud of the things that you have, and I have a racing sloop Strega. <laughs> All right. And uh, and I don't see anything wrong with uh, mentioning the name Strega, uh, which is the name of my racing sloop. Strega. It's, it's, it's totally listen, not weird to name no. your car. No. Yeah, right. Right. No. You know. Yeah. No. Oh. Uh, it's no. Totally I, I agree. It, I've been driving a Strega since. <laughs> Before it was cool you have, to drive you don't, a Strega. Do you have a Strega? Yeah, I got a Strega. Also, we all have Stregas. <laughs> okay, but my my Strega is top of the line. So let's. So uh, you know, if you guys want to get out of my Strega and into your Stregas, great. Oh look, but... we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Smash cuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how did you guys want to approach the Abbey? Uh, uh, I mean, cat-like. Cat-like, okay. Um, are you just going to waltz we're in, in through costume, the front doors? Right? Yeah, we're yeah. in our yeah, monks' yeah. costumes. Yeah. Well, since well, I know... No, nuns' costumes. Nuns', nuns, nuns costumes. costumes. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> you've, got, you've got wimples and, yes. and habits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know that uh, <clears throat> you're, you can be Grant. There is like a secret. You have to recite a prayer to get into the to the abbey, but I b- because I'm a novice in the church and I know its ways. Ooh, I yeah. know the prayer. Oh, yeah, yes, you, but totally. I'm taking lead on this <laughs> one. Can I? Yeah, say to ask a prayer? for permission. Uh, yes, you may. <laughs> cool. Sure. Okay, so we're gonna walk up to the front door and then rap on the the front door. And then the uh, I'm wearing my the, sunglasses the, over that in the habit. In the habit, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's a medical condition, right? Mm-hmm. Sensitive eyes. Glaucoma. That's right. <laughs> so the uh, the view screen pops up uh, or comes to life, and it says, uh, "Those who desire entrance to the abbey must uh, show the depth of their faith." I'm ready to do that, slick. Our space father, who art in space heaven. <laughs> Hello be thy space name. <laughs> thy space kingdom come. Thy space will be done. On earth. As it is in space heaven. <laughs> or something was- along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> we nailed the landing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I would. I will uh, immediately uh, push Aramis out of the way to uh, assume the lead in case the door opens. 
Uh, the door does, in fact, open. Excellent. I rush through. You rush <laughs> through. All right. Uh, so now that you have gained entrance to the Abbey, what is your plan for investigation and or assault? Uh, I, uh, I, the, the first monk that I see, um, I approach and I, uh, and I engage in casual conversation. Um, just, uh, just things like, um, hey, uh, broken into the queen's chambers lately? Alright, everybody. Pardon me, ma'am? Ah, uh, sorry. Sister, yes, rather? uh, thank you, uh, thank you. A mother superior, in fact. And, uh, <laughs> just, uh, you know. That's the habit you're wearing. Yes, uh, yes, it's quite where's a habit. You, where's your, where's your space cross? Guys? <laughs> <laughs> you mean ladies? <laughs> <laughs> We're here because we understand that uh, the chambers need cleaning and a spiritual cleansing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if okay. we could, uh, if we could just gain access to those chambers um, and see any. Uh... Anyways, um, uh, brother monk, can I call you brother monk? Um. Yes. Excellent. Well, brother monk, brother Darius. Oh, Darius, named after the space saint, the uh, patron saint of racing sloop Stregas, I believe. <laughs> what? Is that incorrect? Uh, yes, <laughs> entirely. Guys, <laughs> forgive Mother Superior. You mean ladies? <laughs> forgive Mother Superior. She is. Uh... She got into the communion wine last night, and she's never quite the same in the mornings, you know? After a good transubstantiation, we all need uh, just to cool off a little bit. So, why not let us have at those cleaning supplies? Um, certainly, they're down the hall. Excellent, I rush down the hall. (laughs) (laughs) Habit flowing in the wind. (laughs) This is going well. <laughs> I lumber down the hall as well. <clears throat> I'll right. take my time going down the hall. <laughs> All right. Uh, good job, D'Artagnan, on getting us this far. Whew, thank you so much. Couple I of feel notes like it's going really well. Couple of notes. I don't. I well, I'll take all my notes at the end. Everything uh, that you're doing, I don't want to say is wrong. Okay, but you're okay. not doing it well. Okay. I, I, All right. I'm gonna, understa- I'm doing it perfectly. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, back up, Porthos, on that. That was uh, thank you. room for improvement. No, thank you. Thank you so much. We're, thank we're, you. we're in. Okay. That was step one. Yeah. But now we need to find that diary. So we are here with these cleaning supplies. I say we all grab, you know, some cleaning supplies and really scour this place over. Try to find any clues of that diary that we came. I say, as the lead, I say we go room by room on this nine-story monastery. (laughs) We clean every room thoroughly. We check for clues in every room, slowly, methodically. (laughs) And that should take us the better part of a month. (laughs) 
and at that point, we should have found the diary, and we also, uh, whatever whatever room we find the diary in is obviously the culprit. All right, I know it's early on in the mission, but I am going to use my veto <laughs> uh, to veto that plan. All right, you only get one. I'll so I surrender my veto card to you. <laughs> so a monk should not have that many robes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they might have two or three in a rotation for cleaning. So I, I think if we find somebody that appears to have a missing robe or, you know, probably was wounded or injured at some point last night, if we find that we might have found our man. Yes, I say we go room by room counting all of the robes <laughs> In this nine-story monastery. Hold on. Now, I feel like I used my veto card on a very similar plan. <laughs> I, I do feel like you've used up your veto card. I do absolutely feel that way. One month later. <laughs> uh, I, don't really, I don't really have any investigative skills, I feel like. Um, I kind of do because so yeah, secrets I, naturally come to me. Oh, but it's for lying. Okay. I, I do well, too. But I am secret. But you are so, secret. So why don't you tell us who doesn't have? And maybe you can use your plus two uncovering church secrets. I've got church secrets, and I've got a plus two oh. to overcome puzzles and traps. <coughs> oh, that's oh, you sound like yeah. the guy. You yeah. sound like our man. Yeah. Um, plus, you are highly educated. I'm highly right, educated, right. and you are. Um, I forget. Uh, noble novice soldier uh, priest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it sounds like you've got a, a solid base here for some investigation. Sure. Oh, and you're the spiritual guide of the, uh, the Rocketeers, so you so, are familiar with, uh, churchy things. Mm-hmm. Or probably the layout of the church as well. I think Aramis should, um, do it, like, lead this investigation to try to find this. I think we all agreed who the lead was. Okay, but D'Artagnan. Oh, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. One of the things we trained you on is how delegation yes, is okay. how the rocketeers <laughs> operate. Yes. Then, uh, then, Aramis, I allow you order. to. I'm sorry. I order you. <laughs> <laughs> Aramis, I command you. We are. All right, close. I, to the I command you with all the power. Bestowed upon me as a rocketeer. All right, wrap it up. And with all due course by the sworn brotherhood. We're burning daylight. Two. All right, boss, I'll do it. Uh, one brain tailor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, I am going to... What's up? Uh, well, let's start by building your, your skill pool. Oh, okay, so, cool. Oh, okay, sorry. Describe your action and then we'll we'll go from there. Sure. I shouldn't have cut you off. Um kind of want to I, I almost want to go talk to the guy that we were talking to before to see if like to kind of like work him a little bit and see if there's anybody who's been acting strangely or something sure if there's any special <clears throat> if anyone got hurt recently or if there's any injuries uh and kind of talk to them and, and sort of you know weasel some information out of them yeah absolutely yeah you can uh we can even rewind a little bit and uh no, I don't want to no, rewind. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so you go running down the hall after uh-huh. Brother Darius. He's uh-huh. pretty slow. He's, right. he's an aged monk. Hey, Brother Darius, uh, you remember us? We started cleaning last month. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I had heard that some new sisters had arrived, yes. So, I got a couple... 
questions for you. Uh, about a month ago, you know, we were just kind of working through the laundry. We noticed that uh, there's not so many robes as maybe there should be. Is there anybody who's maybe missing a robe? Um. Oh, I, I don't. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, you, you do know that we had some visitors recently, right? They maybe they didn't. I mean, oh, who maybe was, they were traveling light and only brought. Who? Uh, if you might, I didn't know that we were had visitors. Who were we uh, hosting here? Uh, just uh, some people from Vatican Five. From Vatican Five. Oh, you joined me. Yeah, I, <laughs> I got lonely. And... <laughs> Someone was watching me. <laughs> and so, D'Artagnan, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pull back because the more people that have to lie, the easier it is to discover a lie. That's what being a rocketeer is about. Us. Thank you. Uh, also, um, guys, yeah, uh, thanks uh, for inviting me to this interrogation. God damn it! <laughs> it's not an interrogation. That is blasphemy. <laughs> <laughs> they pulled back. They're not here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, so yeah, he, uh, brother Darius, mentions that. <laughs> Where were uh, they staying? Uh, they're uh, they're in the northeast wing. Northeast wing. I rushed to the northeast. Wing. <laughs> <laughs> and all they still here? Uh, yes. They, I mean, they they're due to stay for another few days. How how many? You would you say? Uh, a, a dozen of the. Uh, I I believe it's uh, a cardinal and. Uh, his retinue. Hmm. Um, and y- you guys hear me draw my sword as I <laughs> down the hallway. Uh, you know, uh, we're all pretty good at cleaning weapons. Do they have any weapons that might need to be cleaned? Uh, no, they were. It, it was the cardinal and a few priests. I don't believe. Don't believe any of them were armed. Uh, down the hallway, you can hear the sound of me breaking a door down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go check on. <laughs> Sister D'Artagnan! <laughs> hey, Brother Darius, uh, thank you for all that. And you stay, you stay beautiful, man. <laughs> he'll, uh, he'll sort of look at you and like. I'm holding eye contact. Do the sign of the space cross at you mm-hmm. and like walk off. I'm hol- holding eye contact the whole time the you're whole walking time. back with yeah. him, just sort of nodding at you. <laughs> I'm, like, grabbing the back of your cloak and, like, pulling you He, he <laughs> turns and, like, shuffles away faster than, than usual. Oh, All right. Well, it's time to go to the northeast wing. Yeah, wait, duh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, I lumber, but we rush off towards the northeast wing. I, I am full-on high knees running after D'Artagnan. <laughs> D'Artagnan! D'Artagnan! Uh, you guys come upon me as I am uh, attempting to shoulder check my way through a, a space wooden door um uh just just laying into it sword drawn buddy nun costume skew <laughs> buddy what they <laughs> gave us keys to clean we have keys <gasps> They gave us keys. Oh, so we agreed that we would save the reveal of us bursting out of these costumes to do like a all for one type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I feel like you're the only one not wearing yours. And that was your call. Yeah, I'm like, guys, I just got a little excited. It's okay. I know. I know. It's, okay. it's exciting. That's, that's it's the exciting. worst shoulder <laughs> massage I've ever received, Arthur. I've been told I'm excellent at this. <laughs> As they're talking about this, I've already opened the door with the key okay. and have gone inside and they're still standing outside. Uh, and I, I, I've uh, put his, uh, helped him put his nun costume back over yes. his 
and I have sheathed my saber. There you go. Uh, so the the northeast wing is pretty spare. It looks like the abbey does is not at full capacity. The way uh, I mean, these things are huge, right? They're, mm-hmm. Yeah, nine um, stories. And uh, the month. part of the tensions between uh, the Galleon throne and the <laughs> space church is that uh, Gallia is sort of moving away from the church uh, and does not have as many uh, people uh, uh, offering up their uh, worship to space god uh, as previously established. It's a nine-story abbey. Uh, (laughs) There are uh, stairways leading up. Uh, There are... uh, You're actually in sort of a large, not necessarily banquet hall, but like open first floor area. Uh, and there are also stairways leading down. Mm. I rush up the stairs. Rush up the yes. stairs. Okay. Uh, so you go rushing up the stairs. <laughs> why, why, why climb? <laughs> we had the option of going <laughs> downstairs, and he chose running upstairs. I mean, to, Porthos, to be fair, if in the eventual situation where we're somehow discovered in these disguises, we will have the option of going out a window rather than being stuck underground. It's. Uh... Uh, I'd also like to point out right now that I have a very well-groomed beard uh, <laughs> that I have been sporting the entire time that we've been in these nun costumes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, if we're going upstairs, I'm definitely using my rocket pack. I mean, that's why I'll have it. So... No, no, Porthos, I'm going to have to use my veto. Okay, that's why we... Oh, I am a fat man! <laughs> okay? You can't... If I was like, and let's get lunch, you using, can't veto lunch! If you keep using your rocket pack every time you just need to go up some stairs, uh, up the then stairs. you're gonna stay fat. Up the stairs, you uh, hear the sound of me unsheathing my sword. <laughs> so this is what happens when you don't let me just... you. I, I rip off my nun. Look, pretense is on... This idea has never been fully fleshed and fully worked out. I am... Okay, A, I'm going to start drinking because it's bullshit that I haven't been so far. And B, I'm using my rocket pack to go up these stairs. I activate my rocket pack and the stairs. The Zeno system will never work if nobody respects it. <laughs> Okay. Uh, yes, you go rushing up the stairs, and you are very surprised when you come to the second floor uh, that you see a trio of men with swords drawn uh, waiting for you. Excellent. Now, I have already drawn my sword. Yes. So while you, you drew it whilst running yes, up the stairs. Which mother always told me not to do. Right. But I did it anyway. Yep. Uh, because yes. I was taught by my father. Yeah. Uh, your um, mom never let you have scissors either. Yes. Which uh, led to me. I've never wrapped a present in my life. <laughs> um, uh, so uh, I, uh, I would like to attack. Okay, you would like to attack. Yes, and I am by myself, yes, uh, you are. and I get a plus one to create advantage when I engage multiple opponents. You do. <laughs> um, so, uh, so I just roll the. Okay, well, or, yeah. yeah. So you are. So you want to engage these uh, three men with their swords yes, drawn? Uh, they are all in 
scarlet versions of the Rocketeers <gasps> costume. Oh, uh, but they, they clearly are not wearing rocket packs underneath. Okay. Excellent. Um, so, uh, we will start by, uh, They're not in nun costumes. <laughs> they are not in nun costumes. <laughs> okay. And D'Artagnan is really only half in nun costume right. at this point. Okay, right. Yes. Um, so I, I think he, like, is still wearing the wimple. The, the habit, <laughs> probably. The, yeah. the wimple, but not the, not the habit. Right. Oh, yeah. So. Okay. Uh, um, cool. So, uh, so do I just attack or? Uh, no. So it won't be attacking. Attacking oh, okay. is its own action. That's to deal stress to someone. Okay. Creating advantage is another action. And you are trying to, um, uh, engage, like, you are, so what sort of advantage are you trying to create? I am trying to create the advantage that I have a head and they do not anymore. Well, that's an attack. <laughs> that's an attack. Oh, okay. That's um, just an attack. All right. So creating an advantage, you could say you could back them into a corner. Oh, Or cool. you could trip them up, that sort of thing. Okay. Um, so I would like to, uh, so my sword drawn and, uh, I, I'm gonna try and get them to fall backwards down the stairs. Ah, okay. That sounds very good. Uh, so now let's build your skill pool. So let's take a look at your aspects. Okay. Definitely your rocketeer aspect. Your fencing. That's a rocketeer yes. thing. And your rocketeer aspect gives you plus two. Okay. So that's a two. Two. Um, your trouble doesn't really apply here because prickly pride doesn't. I don't think really matters. I mean, uh, I'm taking on three guys at once without asking any questions. <laughs> but is that is is that your prickly pride driving you? Uh, that's is... probably my exuberance of youth. There we go. Yeah. Okay, so you've got exuberance of youth. Mm -hmm. uh, you are definitely fencing and trained by your father. Uh-huh. Uh, so that brings you up to a four. Um, and then uh, elevated no rural, no rural nobility, I imagine, because you learned how to fence from your father. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, and then like I Like also... I said, it... As long as you can work in little things. Sure, sure. It doesn't have to be a super concrete example. All right. So, um, I, uh, I first rip the habit off, uh, fully revealing myself to be a rocketeer, which I was born to be. <laughs> um, with my, uh, with my sword, uh, my sword drawn and being held, uh, in the, um, in the, the space, uh, space epe, uh, Handhold that my father taught me. Um, uh, well, I think you have a saber. Oh, great! Yes, yes, the space saber. Um, okay. I'm sorry that I said that wrong. Um, it's okay. Keep going. Uh, so yeah. So uh, so and, and I'm going to um uh and then I I'm gonna bellow mightily and charge at them. Uh, oh, but also, but I'm also kind of like circling around them, right. mm -hmm. uh, trying to trying to get them to where I was, uh, and and hoping, ideally, to just scare them enough right. that they back up, that they uh, step back, fall okay. down the stairs. Yeah, sure. So which you, is some so of my you, cat abilities. <laughs> yeah. So you uh, leap up onto the uh, the landing and circle around and try <laughs> yes. to force them back. Okay. okay. So. Your rocketeer aspect gives you plus two. Mm -hmm. uh, you have uh, trained by your father, elevated noble nobility, and uh, exuberance of youth. So mm -hmm. that's starting off at a plus five. Do I also get uh, my quick advantage? Yes. Okay. Um, so that's uh, plus six. Cool. So uh, that's where you start. Uh, I'm going to say that they are going to uh, carefully defend. 
they are starting at a plus three. Uh, so you go ahead and you roll, and then I will defend. Uh, so that is a minus one, uh, which puts you back at a five, which is actually fine because yeah. cool. they're starting off at a plus three. Okay. Um, and the way these dice are uh, weighted, just the, the statistics, it tends to even out to zero. Okay. Um, there's something like a one in 83 chance that you will get a plus four. <laughs> And they do. They even out to zero. Uh, so you do succeed. Cool. Um, but you do not succeed with style. So you create an advantage, you create an advantage mm-hmm. of tumbled, let's say tumbled down the stairs. Uh, and that describes these three men. Um, so succeeding, yes, you get up and you're like, ah! Mm-hmm. And they all, you know, they take their practiced, uh, fencing steps <laughs> backwards and, oh shit, down that first step. Uh, go tumbling down the stairs. So there is now a situation aspect on the table uh, called tumbled down the stairs. So anybody who wants to take an action against these guards can then use a free invocation on that, um, which will give you a plus two without spending a fate point. That's cool. Uh, I have a question about situational aspects. Is it possible to take compels in situational aspects? I don't see why not. I don't offhand remember. Okay. If, you, if you wanted to take a compel yeah. and say that you, I uh, totally do. you totally want to take a uh, compel. I want, I want to be running up the stairs after D'Artagnan and I want to take a compel on tumble down the stairs so that they run into me while I'm, while I'm going in the opposite direction. And I want that to do two things to me. I want to smack into a wall. I want it to uh, damage my universal translator and activate my rocket pack while I have one of these guys on me. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, I actually think that uh, that's not a compel. Okay. Uh, because you are actually looking for a good outcome. It's a funny outcome, but you're looking for a good o- okay, outcome. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I am looking to have my translator damaged as well. Um, that is sure. We can we can have that be some <laughs> some color. Um, because I didn't know everybody was going to do goddamn voices. <laughs> everybody said no voices at the beginning, and then <laughs> no, everyone said, everyone said, we no, said no French, French accents. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, it actually sounds to me like you want to use. The free invocation on that okay. to separate one of them off. Oh, okay, that's cool. Right, I will totally buy that. Okay, uh, so you will also. Uh, well, we don't have to use that free invocation unless you need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sounds like you want to pull one of these guys off onto your own. Yes. All right. Uh, so that would be another create advantage. Okay. Cool. Um, so w- what are you using in your aspects? Uh, so I am definitely going to use Rocketeer's Rocketeer because that is exactly the sort of thing. Uh, regimental captain as well. I'm taking on, uh, the responsibility of dealing with one of these people alone and trained duelist because I am mano a mano facing this guy. Down. Sounds good. So you're starting at a plus four. Holy cow, what a good roll. Right. That's six. That is six. Um, I'm going to say that he is trying to quickly defend, but quick is only a plus two on these guys. And he zeroes out. Uh, so you do. You succeed with style, mm-hmm. um, and you pull off. Uh, you grab one guy, like, you all tumble together, your rocket pack fires off, and you rocket back up the stairs with this guy, um, and into the hallway. So, like, <laughs> it, it's just a short burst where you're like, 
and like you both skid to the uh to a halt in the in the the hallway. And I'm going to put the situation aspect uh give or what would you like that situation aspect to be? Um uh, this is exactly what it's going to be. Uh, as we, like, both skitter to a halt, and, like, we're sort of both have the moment where we're mildly relieved to be alive at all, uh, we stare each other and er, uh, into each other's eyes, and then I draw my sword on your guard, sir. Oh, no! And it's on your guard. <laughs> all right. Mon space translator! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I think that your broken translator just gives you an accent. Also. <laughs> no, it, it, it takes away like his translator, translator yeah. takes, takes the away accent the away. <laughs> yeah, there we go. That's it's a translator from English into English. <laughs> just, yeah, it uh, smooths out the rough spots. Yeah. That's. Uh, I believe the. Uh, I, I want to create an an advantage, and the advantage that I want to create. Is that um, as I'm rocket packing up the stairs and these guys are tumbling down, I grab them both by the throat and I'm holding them. Like that's okay. the advantage. Sure. Is that an advantage? Is that um, correct? Yeah, that can definitely I be an them. advantage. I want to hold them. Yep. Okay. Uh, you won't be able to get your uh, fencing aspect because you're not fighting with I'm the sword. I'm not fencing. Yes. Um, but I'm going to uh, get my now. Okay. So sword play aspects you can only get. With a sword? Yes. Sword play is your sword play. That's how you, that's your... He shouldn't have to explain that. <laughs> right. Well, it says plus one to create advantage when intimidating an opponent. So I didn't know if I had to have right. a sword so, to intimidate the um, opponent. That's flashy, right? So like, gotcha. like when you draw your swords and you flourish and you present your larger than life persona, you can really intimidate people. Okay. I understand now. Now, if, can I fence them? Or oh, what is dueling? Can I duel them as they're coming down the stairs? Uh, so dueling is a uh, part of the rules where you can set up a duel. No one else can join that duel. Uh, it will Ooh. be just you and your opponent, or I believe you have the ability two to people. engage two people. Yeah. Oh. Um, so it's just you and your opponents, and you are actually trying to create... Um, sorry. Uh, we'll have a token uh, out that indicates who has... The advantage. Okay. Um, cool. Or uh, it's I, I forget the exact term in the in the toolkit, but basically you can only attack if you have the upper hand. I would like to I would like to do that. I want to. Okay, so you want to instead. duel these people? Yes. Okay. Um. So we'll say that you just pull them off into a duel on your own. And are you going up the stairs or down the do stairs? Do I create an advantage while I'm doing the duel, or do I? How do I get into is the duel uh, an we'll, attack? No, we'll okay. just say that you can start a duel with these two people, and gotcha. it's a it's a cultural thing in uh, space France that duels are sacred. You don't interfere with them, gotcha. right? Uh, so you're not going to have once you declare a duel, you're not going to have dudes ganging up on so you. So I'll say what happens is I'm rocket packing up these stairs uh, as they're tumbling down. And, um, as they tumble, like, down the stairs, their swords are kind of, like, flying out of their hands. I rocket pack up, and as I'm rocket packing up, I take both of my broadswords off my back and, like, scrape the sides of the hallway so, like, sparks fly everywhere as I'm coming to a land. And we're on a landing where they land. Ah. And so they land, I dip my swords down and flip their swords back up to them, uh, or flip their swords, like, over to them as they're, like, laying on the ground and say... Pick up your swords. You're going to fight me now. Alrighty. So now that the duel has started, um, 
it sounds like you are going to try to seize the or seize the upper hand. Yes. Uh, so that uh, sounds like you're also creating or creating an advantage to intimidate people. Yes. Um. So yeah, let's uh give that a roll. What's uh your uh skill base with your aspect? So I'm trying to create the that flashy appearance gives me a plus one. Yep. Um. I get plus one when I am. Um. I have always up for a fight. Uh. Storm and fury. That's um, your fencing style. Which is my fencing style. Uh, my boastful, I believe, comes into play oh, here. Because totally. I'm taking two people on, so that's four. <laughs> and then my rocketeer writ large as well, yep. which is six, I believe. Yes. Okay. And yes. I roll these? Uh, yes. Okay. So it's going to be a four. Because <laughs> I got two negatives. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say uh, they are going to... Uh, carefully defend, uh, because they've got this big dude with two swords coming at them. Uh, so they start at a plus three. Oh no. Oh shoot. Uh, so that is a tie. Okay. Uh, but here's the thing. Uh, since they have that situation aspect of tumbled down the stairs, uh, there's a free invocation on that. You can get a plus two. You can just say, I'm gonna do that and get a plus two. I will take my plus two. Uh, sounds good. The other thing, uh, so now you're at um, a six. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order to seize the upper hand, you need to succeed with style, which is a three. Plus win three. by three or more. Gotcha. Uh, so if you spend a fate point, yeah, I'll um, do that. I'll you can tag one of your aspects for an additional plus two. Tag one of these for an additional plus two. Yep. Uh, one, so of you, uh, one of your invoke or one of your aspects you can invoke for a plus two, or you could. Is it one that I haven't used yet? Nope. It's um. So you haven't invoked any of those. You just used those to build your pool, skill yeah. pool. Um, invoking the aspect, you spend a, a fate point. Uh, say which one you are using. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my uh, trouble, my boastful aspect. Sounds actually pretty good to me. Okay. Um, and now you have an eight, which beats a four by uh, by three or more, and you have the upper hand. Okay. So when play comes back to you, you can attack. Okay, cool. Yeah, um, and, and and my boast is, this is the least amount of people I've ever dueled. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so who goes next? We didn't actually cover initiative since it's just been free-flowing, but the way initiative happens is it gets handed around the table until uh, you, you pick who goes next. I think it's, uh, right? Uh, I have not done anything. Aramis. I'm still yeah, down. Aramis, yeah. okay. Well, I... W- to you guys think I'm still down there? Oh shoot! Oh, no, oh, no, you're dueling him. <laughs> but as you guys know, I have a knack for being in the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. I also know that there's a church secret elevator. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> yeah. And I've just been sitting in the elevator. Bum, you need to put the bum, bum. Yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, I'm just riding up the elevator. <laughs> There's also like a uh, <laughs> this secret church elevator has like a secret porter, like a church uh, elevator technician operative who's in there, and he's like, "Nice weather, huh?" <laughs> 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 Eighth floor. <laughs> Thanks there. Keep it. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you. Uh I'm still in my costume. Yeah, mm. totally. Um and my weapon is ob- obfuscated. 
Okay, yes. It's underneath my cloak. Yeah. Uh, so they can't see. So that means uh, I can create an advantage. Um, so your uh, your cloak fighting style uh-huh. um, is you uh, like hide your the movements under right. the blade got it, and got then it, got it. stab quickly, um, that sort of thing. Sure, sure, uh, sure. So that's more when you're actually when I'm actually in a someone, duel. okay, rather than just you happen to have your sword under your cloak. Okay, uh, can I when this elevator opens out, I'm on a landing. Am sure. I? Um, I'm going to say you're not on the same floor no. as Athos or um, D'Artagnan. Okay. Um, instead, you are a couple floors above them. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, you see um, a woman here. Oh. Uh, she is. Uh, she is not in a uh, in a nun's habit. Uh, she is a beautiful blonde lady, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, she like hears the. Uh, the elevator doors go ding, slide open. She looks over, and she goes, "You are not a nun." Pears, that you're not either. <laughs> you are most perceptive. What brings you here? Uh, I was thinking about maybe. Uh... <laughs> Nobody saw this. Alex just took off his wedding <laughs> I was thinking of maybe going down a couple floors to fight a couple meatheads, but uh seems like the view's much better up here. <laughs> um, it sounds to me like you're looking yes. for a compel. Uh, uh, never say no to romance. Yes. Uh, so Aramis is currently flirting with a uh, beautiful blonde nowhere near the fighting. Okay. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> In a church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, sorry, not a church. In an abbey. abbey. All right. Uh, so now that the four heroes have all gone, uh, it is our villains' turns. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the uh, the duo that are uh, engaged in a duel with Porthos, mm-hmm. um, one of them is going to move off to the side and attempt to flank you. Uh, so he is going to try to create an advantage with careful... Um, um, I will have you, uh, provide opposition to this. Just roll? Uh, just a moment. Okay. Uh, so that's going to be a four. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to beat. Um, how would you like to, uh, defend against this? Am I using, uh, my... Yes, you'll be, defend? yep, you'll be, uh, building a skill pool in the same way. Okay, great. Um, so my, uh, rocketeering at large, um, my... Rocketeer writ large uh, applies here, I believe. Yep. Um, I, <laughs> part of me kind of wants to allow him, like, to flank me, uh, in terms of, like, well, I, don't, I guess that's probably not the way that it works. I, I should be defending against this in the event that he does flank me, I'll, I would be fine with it. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll my Rocketeer at large applies here. Storm and Fury obviously applies and always up for a fight, so I think that's plus four. Sure. Okay, so then I'll roll that. And I don't have anything else. I'm not into yeah. Uh so I get a three. A three, uh-huh. okay. Uh so he is able to flank you, and we can put the uh situation aspect down on you of flanked. Okay, cool. So I am flanked. Uh so that has a is, three. That, is that a mild consequence? No. No, it's just a situation aspect. Gotcha. Um you can attempt to overcome that to remove it. Okay. Um the uh the other guy that you are fighting is now going to try to make use of that. 
Uh, and he is going to dart in and try to engage you so that his friend can stab you in the back. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he is also attempting to create a, an advantage, but this is going to be quickly. All right, so that's a two, and he's going to use that uh, pre-invocation on flanked to bump that up to a four. Okay. Um, so, and I probably am rolling the exact the, same thing, The exact thing, right? same thing, yep. Boom. No floor rolls. So it is a minus two, so I get a two. A two, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, they are, um, I will spend the, uh, the plot point here so that they, uh, can seize the advantage, or seize the upper hand. Okay. Um, and now you will need to create an advantage or overcome them in order to attack. Um, but okay. they can attack, uh, next. Gotcha. Um, alright, the guy up against you, Athos, um, I'm going to say this is also a dual situation, since oh, it's just the two of you. Yeah. Uh, he is going to attempt to seize the advantage. Of course. And um, I'm rolling defense for this, right? Uh, yes. Oh, what uh, a stupid so. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> He's coming in quickly. Uh, that's, uh, that is a two. Yeah, I've often heard men of the church come quickly. Uh, <laughs> oh, what are your uh, uh, so aspects So, rocketeer's rocketeer, trained duelist. And I am going to say that uh, those ones are the only ones that apply in this situation. So that's a plus three. But I also get plus one to defense. Um, he's not attacking. He's trying to create an advantage. Oh, okay. Cool. You are just setting the obstacle that he has to overcome. So that's a two that I am at. Uh, it is a tie. So he will get a boost. All right. Well, I am actually going to, in this situation, uh, use... I'm going to burn one of my aspects here that's floating, and that's nun costume. <laughs> I have this tear-away nun costume, so as he lunges at me, I tear away the front of the nun costume and throw it at him so it goes over his head, and he is disoriented and cannot properly attack me, so... Unless he wants to burn some resources, I uh, will be able to create the advantage in um, a future okay. situation. Well, you prevent him from creating yeah, I do. advantage. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, and so that's the end of the round. Uh, top of the round, since I went last, I get to pick who goes again. Uh, so I'm going to start with the guy behind you, okay. Porthos, uh, since they have uh, the upper the, hand. The advantage, yeah. Uh, he is going to uh, try to carefully stab you in the back. Uh, without drawing your attention. <laughs> uh, that's a three. He will burn up that uh, advantage um, uh, that uh, his buddy had. I forget the aspect. Um, so that is a five. Okay. Uh, and he is attacking you. Okay, so and uh, I'm rolling defense on this one now? Yes. Okay. Um, I don't think I have anything towards rolling defense. Uh, so I'm just using my... Always up for a fight, storm and fury, boastful and rocketeer at large. Sure. Um, and that one is a five, six, seven, six. A six. Okay. Um, if you had an aspect to tag for a plus two, you could seize the upper hand. Um. Okay. So I have to tag an aspect for this. Um. Yeah. In order. Well, no. I mean, in or, right now, you successfully defend. He di- does no damage. But if you wanted to succeed with style, in order to get the uh, upper hand and be able to attack. And I burn a point for that? Yep. Okay. Ooh. Yeah, I will burn one of those, um, and uh, I'll burn always up for a fight. 
Uh, so he thinks he's got the upper hand of me that I don't see him coming. But as he like lunges in to stab, in the, uh, stab me in the back, I kind of duck down and like shoulder myself like back into him and push him back. And I was like, "Oh, I saw you there, little man." <laughs> awesome. Uh, okay, so then uh, the guy up against Aramis um, again going to try to seize the upper hand. Athos. Yes. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's just a pl- plus two. So as long as uh, Athos doesn't completely botch, oh! I believe you do seize the upper hand. I do. Um, okay, so what happens? He tries to rip the uh, robe out of his face, and when he does, he notices I'm not there in front of him, and uh, he feels a tap on his shoulder. And I, uh, as he turns around, I slash... Uh, one of the belt loops on his pants uh, when I bring up to defend. All right. That's a very flavorful and colorful. <laughs> um, cool. I have always been described as flavorful and colorful. <laughs> uh, let's kick it off. Well, We're actually, fix, uh, I'm going translator. to... <laughs> I'm going to introduce uh, another um, uh, guard into the situation. Excellent. Uh, oh, who we go. You know, comes bursting out of uh, what appears to be a space bathroom. Okay. Uh, and he has his sword drawn his pants up. and uh, charges at you, D'Artagnan. Excellent. Um, so he is going to attempt to quickly seize the advantage. Okay. I've been waiting a month for these guys yeah. to come to this one. Uh, beat a negative one. Beat a negative a one? A negative one. Now, um, yeah. I, now, do I... Oh, okay. Never mind. Right. So you build a, a skill base. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I am... Born to be a rocketeer, trained by my father, and the exuberance of youth. Uh, so, uh, so yeah. So it starts off as a four. Starts off as a four. No, a f- and five. Five. Oh, five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it goes down to a three. Yeah, which uh, definitely which lets you see the youth. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by three or more, actually. So, yes, yeah. you seize the upper hand as this guy charges you. Okay. Um, um, I may so... need to rethink the stat lines on my <laughs> NPCs a bit. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, so he's coming out of the bathroom and his pants uh, yep. fall down <laughs> to his ankles. And uh, so he, he's, uh, he's like kind of tripping uh, as he comes out. And so I sidestep as he trips past me and I bonk him on the head. With, okay. uh, uh, with the well, um, if if you want to do that, I'll actually toss it over to you so you could attack him. Oh, great! Um, because yeah, cool. All right, so uh, and then I'm so sorry. Uh, attacking, do I build the skill base? Yep. Again, great. Basically, anytime you roll the dice, you will be building a skill base. Cool. Of some sort. So, uh, so I'll go. Uh, I'm born to be a rocketeer, trained by my father. Uh, and we're saying you accepted uh, elevated rural nobility. Uh, because that was how I was trained. Mm-hmm. So cool. And, uh, I mean, same with um, Athos's uh, ancient noble blood. Right like, now, do we know what his political standing is? He's in the church. Uh, <laughs> D'Artagnan's political standing, uh, or my opponent? Your opponent. Your yes. opponent is clearly a cardinal's guard. So does new to politics. Help me at all? Not really. Okay. (laughs) Good try. New to politics is uh, more, uh, it'll be more problematic for you when you are um, uh, doing courtly intrigue, uh, but it can also be a benefit to you because you're just like, screw this system, I'm going to change things for the better. Okay. 
Um, so, uh, and then my exuberance of youth because uh, I'm I'm a go-getter. Yep. Um, so that puts you at what a six? Yes. And that puts me at a seven. All right. Um, wow. Feel free to apply band-aids on the fly. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll we'll figure it out. Um, I'm using the uh the character stats from Fate Accelerated, um, which are called approaches, and it's uh one three two twos two ones and a zero. Um, but I didn't quite realize in a combat situation you guys are a little more potent than that. Mm-hmm. That's what everybody has said about us. Um, <laughs> more potent. So. All right. Uh, even bumping that I've all. Been described by... as omnipotent. <laughs> uh, no, that's space god. <laughs> There's only one space god. There's only one space god. <laughs> Jibbers crapsed. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, I might be the only one who saw that. Uh, <laughs> I'll explain later. Uh, what was your total? A uh, seven. A seven. Yeah. All right. I got a four. Um, so yeah, they are, uh, this dude. Yeah, yeah, you, you, you wreck this dude. Um, don't, are you the one exactly who has that. the, uh, plus one damage on, uh, succeed with style? Uh, I am not. Okay. Um, so yeah, you, uh, deal three stress and I'll just knock that dude out because we're just doing a quick and dirty thing. So with a swift bonk to his head. Swift bonk, my, yeah. He, uh, sword, he comes yeah. in, he rushes, his pants fall down, you quickly sidestep and just... Boom! Uh, clop him over the head with the hilt of your saber. Nice. Can I go through his pockets? Uh, not uh, okay. while other people are dueling. Okay. Uh, who goes next? Uh, and by the way, I think Aram- uh, Aramis has more or less removed himself from this uh, <laughs> action order because he's got some action of his own yeah. going on that I don't really need to describe in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, the, oh, the don't action, worry, we'll get the script. The action that I want to do against these guys, and I'm not sure, an overcome act, or I get plus two to overcome actions when I break things. What's yep. an, is it an overcome action? <laughs> or is it? Yes, yeah, so you, remember you have the four actions. You have attack, defense, overcome, and create advantage. Okay. So basically. I've got rem- advantage right now. Yes, you do. Okay. You, well, yeah, you have the upper hand, so you can just attack. But you remember when uh, uh, D'Artagnan was like, oh, I'm just, like, slamming my shoulder into the door. You get a plus two bonus to just break down that door. Okay. Because you are a big dude. But I was in charge. He was in charge. But that's overcoming an action. Do I need to do that right now? You don't. I'm, you I'm... have the upper hand, so you can attack these dudes. Can I... Okay. Well, what I wanted to do with that was um, shatter both of their swords with my swords. Um, that would be an overcome. Well, that would be create an advantage because you're trying to break their swords and effectively disarm them. But that's not an overcome. Action. It's not. Okay. What I'm, what I'm, phones are really? Oh, really? What I'm just going to do then is I'm just going to attack each one of these guys. Um, so I'm going to use. Uh, so I'm going to notice. Uh, what are these guys wearing right now? Uh, they are wearing any sort of armor. Um, they have light armor. Uh, okay. The Rocketeers and the Cardinals Guards both wear light armor that will protect them from uh, the uh, low-power laser pistols and things like that, um, which is why laser pistols aren't commonly used because they're not that powerful. Uh, any? Do they have helmets on? Uh, no. No helmets. No, I just no helmets. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I notice, um, uh, being from wealthy merchant stock, that the armor that these guys are wearing is like flashy because it's like the painted, you know, for the church or whatever. But it's like 
very low quality shoddy stuff. So I think I'm pretty confident I can slice right through that armor. Sure. Um, I'm a, I've got my Rocketeer writ large. Uh, I'm very, I'm boastful right now. I've got my Storm and Fury. I've got my always up for a fight and I get plus, oh no, I'm not creating an advantage. I'm just attacking. You're just attacking. Dude, I have no idea what's happening. Uh, <laughs> so I've just got plus one to attack, right? Uh, I've got plus one to attack when I swing with both hands. Yeah, but you can yes. also use these aspects to boost that up. Yep, you can so spend fate to, right. to invoke an aspect. So I believe I've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. A plus yep, seven. You're here. starting at a seven. Okay. And it's all just blank, so it's just a seven. seven. Just a seven. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to roll for them. They are basically trying to quickly get out of the way. Gotcha. Um, and I am applying a Band-Aid of plus two to them, so yeah, they start at a four. That's smart. Uh, so they got a five, uh, so which might to, be my best roll. I have to get plus one on that in order to succeed? No, yeah, I do no, succeed. You succeed. Uh, you succeed, but uh, you only deal two damage. Okay. Uh, so I'll say you can smack one of the dudes, and he gets uh, you. What do you do? What, do you run so, him through? Do you chop him? So basically, um, they're kind of closed into me, but they don't understand how wide my wingspan is, and I just like shoot my swords up and downward chop both of them. Uh, one of them kind of ducks out of the way, but there's not enough space for the other guy, and he just gets like. Are we killing these people? <laughs> yeah, no, totally. We can kill these people? Great. Sure, I mean, there will be an international incident, but it's fine. Whatever. <laughs> so, like, no, this is this is what happens in Three Musketeers. Like, yeah. they kill the Cardinal's guards. One of them, like, dodges nimbly out of the way, and, like, the sword, like, passes right, like, in front of him. He's like, ha-ha. But his friend, I, like, catch him in the collarbone and rip down through his chest <laughs> oh and out the bottom of his torso, essentially eviscerating him as his... <laughs> like blood and viscera burst forth from his chest and he like falls down in a wet puddle yeah. <laughs> and I gotta turn around like lumbering sword dripping with blood <laughs> wow you're next little man oh uh, man I didn't know Porthos was Scottish like, that's, that's pretty awesome oh, alright Porthos who's next uh Oh wait, that's my turn though, right? That was your turn. Okay. So now oh, I get to call out. You get to call out. Nice. But who's Alex next. is not in combat. He is not in combat. But we should jump to like. I would love to just check in. Yeah, I want to jump over there. So yeah, like a uh, hundred crunches. <laughs> Ninety seconds planks and stuff. Every about three rounds of that every other day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just hard. That just, was... It's just hard work. <laughs> Lawless. Alex, who do we go to next? Uh, let's jump back. <laughs> to who? D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan's suit's already done. Oh, he's already done? Oh, so I go through his pockets. Alright. Um, <laughs> so. I am actually going to try and create an advantage, uh, and that is loose clothing. I am going to attempt to attack his other belt loop and make it so that his belt is no longer holding his pants up. A lot of pantsless yeah, stuff yeah. that we're doing here. That, that's how we were trained. That is how we were trained. Well, I technically cut my guy's pants off, too, but <laughs> I guess technically. <laughs> when when yeah. you cleave through the pants, they tend to fall down a little and again, this is trained duelist and uh, rocketeer's rocketeer. Uh, I think that's pretty obvious that uh, rocketeer's rocketeer. 
matters for this. Um, and so, and, uh, I, I, can I argue that, uh, I am using the length of my rapier to keep him at reach for the sure. plus one. Sounds okay. good to me. So that brings me up to plus four on this. And uh, so that I'm at three right now. Okay. Uh, he is going to try to carefully uh, dodge or uh, carefully parry mm-hmm. your blade. Uh, so that starts him at a five. Uh, he, he remains is at a at five. A five. So if I want to if I want to win this advantage, I am going to need to Well, you still have the upper hand. I do still have the upper hand. Okay, what does that mean? Uh that means you can attack. Okay. Uh I still want to create this advantage just for funsies. Uh so I'm going to invoke my on guard to uh bring myself up to five on that. Okay. Um so I'm I'm a master duelist. Uh it appears for a second that I uh, I don't have the upper hand anymore that he's fought back on his attack, but I managed to get that so second that belt. So ties, that ties. Uh, which means you can succeed, but that would be at a cost. Mm. And I would say that cost would be you lose the, the upper hand. Ah. So neither of you would have the upper hand. No, I need to invoke more aspects. Fool. But <laughs> it would, if you invoke the aspect, uh, invoke another aspect, you're only creating an aspect, right? That's what create advantage does. I understand okay. that there's no profit in this situation, <laughs> sure. yep. but I also have all as these situational as... aspects that I just need to, I need to use these up before the fight is over. So I might as well end the fight with them. Okay. So I'm going to invoke tumbled, uh, again, comedians, not great accountants, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if we were, we would not be comedians. Uh, so I am going to, he, Definitely got hit with sort of an inner ear th- thing, so I know his his balance is also off. <laughs> okay, so you you can now create your other situational so advantage. So my other situational advantage, uh, which is uh, pants falling off. Pants yes, falling off. Okay. More of it. That's uh, no, that's that's solid economics. Burn two to make one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's how the economy works, right? Yep. Republican Party. You should uh, you should I'm be a banker. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> This episode sponsored by the Republican <laughs> Party. Yeah, thanks, Obama of Illinois. Okay, uh, let's. Uh, so I, I I have my advantage, so I can attack now, right? Um. Well, you had you had the upper hand already, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, sure, exactly. So, all right. Uh, Just put him out of his misery. Yes. <laughs> yes. So he's at reach. Trained duelist. Uh, Rocketeer's Rocketeer. Um, I don't see how regimental captain plays into this one. Well, that's a military thing, mm-hmm. and you're fighting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. Right? Sure. Like, yeah, I'm a regimental captain, and I got that way because I'm so good at cutting people's pants cutting off. Cutting people's pants <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you there's like a whole head. sub-training school for that. It's a three-week course. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. So that starts me out actually at a five. Yeah. Um, All right, Ooh. so I remain at five. Okay. Uh, he is going to try to quickly do this because there's no careful. There's no careful. When the, pair, when the pants come down. No. Yeah. That's, that careful doesn't work that anymore. Gone. Yeah, so uh, that puts him at a three. Uh, which which means I I don't quite succeed with style, so I'm right. going to invoke that pantsless aspect pantsless that aspect. I just created. Uh, and here's what I do. I 
With one swipe, disarm him from his sword. Then I cut off his shirt, uh, so he is completely naked before me. And I, like, start, I start, I start thrusting forward as though I'm gonna kill him. He dodges out of the way, and I pick up the nun costume from the floor, and I get one half on him, and then I spin around behind, and I dress him as the nun, and then I put, then I put the hood on backwards, and, uh, I kick him down the stairs, so he tumbles down the stairs, now, like, completely discombobulated, his face is covered, and he is defeated in yeah, the stylish, that, bloodless that way. That started off um, a lot like uh, The Mask of Zorro. Yes! And then went really weird. They <laughs> 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 dress him up as a nun! Yeah. That's, that was that sounds the... more like Aramis's thing, actually. <laughs> uh, speaking of Aramis, um, oh, hey. <laughs> I'm gonna say the uh, the that plot point you got from that compel on Never say no, no to romance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she totally drugged you, dude. You oh. are, you are like, you are loopy and out of it. Oh, and shit. Yeah, you're explaining your workout regimen to a pillow yeah. right now. And, <laughs> and she is gone, right? Okay. So you've got this beautiful blonde woman who, for some reason, was in an abbey. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's gone. And you guys have now screwed the pooch because... Chances are, if somebody's trying to run away from an abbey and wasn't supposed to be there, they've got the thing you were looking for. Uh, so I'm, I'm just standing up there, guy, right? Is that? Oh, uh, we we can fast forward through that because gotcha. I think that he uh, was he was eviscerated. Yeah. So yeah. the first guy was evis- I think the other guy would like he sees you just like cut his best friend in half. Oh, and then and then his lieutenant comes tumbling down the stairs dressed as a nun. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like, yeah, fuck it, dude. So I don't get paid it's enough. Demoral, yeah, so. so when that guy uh, um, uh, puts his hands up, I tell him he can run away, and when he does run away, I throw my sword through his back <laughs> uh, and then walk over to the nun, uh, like the person who's tangled up in the nun's thing, and just like rip them apart with my sword. And then I like w- uh, walk up the stairs, like slowly lumbering, dragging my blood dripping swords. <laughs> I'm headed down, I'm like peck, dusting off my hands. Well, that thick skeleton? Oh my god! Oh, okay. Yeah, I imagine Athos is like, alright, well, Time to interrogate. Oh, I killed the one you forgot to kill, (laughs) and then I killed the two I promised to kill. This was not forgotten. We needed to talk to them. I've still got one alive. Okay, I'll take care of (laughs) you. Just Jesus Christ. Sorry, I. I think I browned out again. (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna sober up for the rest of the mission. I promise that. Thank you. Yeah, we will see how long that lasts. I do not understand a word of what he's saying. <laughs> D'Artagnan! Yes? Where is this man? He's crumpled in a heap at my feet. I, uh, I bonked him. Oh. Uh, you've... Jesus Christ. No, no, I no, bonked no. him on the head. Oh, oh, no, I bonked him on the head oh, no. with my sword. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Uh, and I gunk- think it's getting better and it gets worse. Uh, no, I he he came out of the bathroom. His pants were around his ankles, and I bonked him. All right, all right. All right. I bonked him. <laughs> the elevator doors slide open. I'm like, keep it, chief. I hand him another gun. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> I walk off. So now I'm with the group. I'm no longer on the same. I want to come down. 
to actually be yeah. not on but my you're own like anymore. in a smoking jacket that isn't yours. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fucked up. Uh, and I you're am drooling like... <laughs> <laughs> I remember my best friend. What's happened to you? Uh, I met an angel up there. <laughs> what? Zip. I, I'm, I'm checking his eyes right now, uh, shining space flashlight into them. Mm-hmm. He is definitely a victim of space roofies. No, y'all don't understand her like I do. She was, uh, I could see her energy. What does she look like, Aramis? Well, of course, she was 14 feet tall. (laughs) (laughs) She had the arms and legs of the (laughs) Hindu god Vishnu. Space Vishnu. (laughs) Space Vishnu. Um, So, you know, your typical Jenny down the block. All right. None of this is going to be useful information. <laughs> I am going through the Cardinal's Guard's pockets what, what was this, for the third time. Was this time. woman a nun? No. She was, uh, she was not a nun. She said she wasn't a nun. Where she is knew she I now? wasn't a nun. Where is she now? Well, I saw her ascend uh, into a beautiful white light. About that, uh, about that time. About that time. George W. Bush. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> about that He's time, a you the unmistakable like sound of a spaceship rocketing away. <laughs> Wait, you guys. I have a racing sloop, Strega. <laughs> All right. This is not special. We already established everyone in this room has a racing sloop. You there! You there! Gods on the ground, you have racing sloop Slinger as well! <laughs> Uh, I would, uh, I, um, I pass Athos a picture of me with my, uh, racing sleeve Strega. Uh. <laughs> Look, if she's getting away, we need to follow after her. I say we commandeer one of these Catholic spaceships to chase after her. You guys, I have... A racing sloop Strega. Is that it? Is, is top of the line. Is it a space? Is it a? Okay, you know what? Let's. You're right. But I feel like if we were, you know, traveling in their vehicle, it would look less conspicuous. How about this? On our way out, we shall grab all the crucifixes from the wall and put them on his racing sloop. Strega. Strega. It is a Strega. <laughs> we. Oh, all right. Is there? How? How are we going to track this person though? By following by, them very quickly and not talking about yes. it for too long. Let's right. go. Uh, we, yeah. uh, Porthos, will you grab this Cardinal's guard? No problem. Bring him with us. Uh, I still want to talk to him about something. I pick him up by the neck and snap his neck as I lift him up <laughs> in the air. That's and okay. Just, like, his, his spine rips out of his body and like gore explodes out of his back. All right, let's go. <laughs> I still want you to bring him with us, okay? Am I Why is re- Porthos playing Kill Bill? The rest of us are playing... The rest of us are playing, yeah. like, uh... I bonked a guy. way deeper than Kill Bill! It's way deeper! Am I... I know my own struck. Am I just fucked up, or did the, the everybody else see that? The rest of us seem to be that? in, like, a Marx Brothers <laughs> film. <laughs> oh... 
Oopsie, sorry. <laughs> I like push his spine back into his butt. We should go. <laughs> so we run down the eight flights of stairs. I was gonna say you guys have rocket packs and there are yeah. windows. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I run down the eight flights of stairs. Uh, cool. Let's. Uh, okay, with ruthless abandon, I shatter a window and uh, jump out, activating my rocket pack. Uh, some might say too late, I say at the perfect time. <laughs> and we're already waiting in the car <laughs> when you arrive. Uh, with a, and I, I land with a flourish, uh, pile into my racing sloop Strega, and, uh, off we go. Okay. We're in hot pursuit. A somewhat chilled pursuit. More like a lukewarm pursuit. I mean... Pay attention to all the regular laws of the road. <laughs> Stop signs, red lights, <laughs> space yields. I just saw you rip a man's spine out of his body. <laughs> I do not want to hear anything from you right now. Hey, Second hey, y'all. First. All this uh, excitement made me realize I'm neglecting my role as your spiritual guide. <laughs> so... I want okay. to take the time. <laughs> so, uh, you all pile into Strega. I got some good news for you. <laughs> His name's Jesus. Uh, I'm, I'm basically McConaughey in contact. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys all pile into Strega, mm-hmm. which mm. is D'Artagnan's, uh, as he has said, top of the line racing mm-hmm. sloop. Um, and you blast off. I believe, uh, Strega has a special ability it does. on your character sheet. Would yes. You, uh, this like- is why I have been pushing it so hard. <laughs> okay. My racing sloop Strega is top of the line, so I get plus two to overcome when in a race or chase. Ooh, nice. Much like the situation that we're in right now, you're welcome. Oh, that sounds like a good situation to be in uh, for that uh, racing sloop. However, we should take a break right now. Okay. Nice. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but we'll be back next week with the conclusion to the Three Rocketeers play session. I hope you're enjoying these extra long episodes, because the week after that will also be extra long, and man, do we have a great scoop on a new game that's coming out. If you like what we're doing here, be sure to follow us on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Check us out on Tumblr at OneShotPodcast.tumblr.com. Give us a like on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod. Join our Google Plus community and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Those ratings and reviews help us out by Those ratings and reviews help us out by getting us featured, which helps new people find the show. But the very best thing you can do for this show is pass it on to one of your friends. We're still a young and growing show and we need your support. And to all the lunatics out there who believe in some sort of one-shot secret archive, my only advice is to always remain vigilant. One Shot is a joint production between Tenpenny Press and Peaches and Hot Sauce. Peaches and Hot Sauce is a Chicago-based comedy network with tons of great articles, videos, and podcasts for you to enjoy at peachesandhotsauce.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Be Your Own Pet with adventure courtesy of infinity cat records see you next time heroes